welcome to the Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best things to do in and around Oxford. This week, I'll be talking about the vegan festival on Saturday. Russell will help you find the best things to do with your mum on Sunday. But first, here's Katie with the weekend. I've got lots of very family-friendly events happening this weekend, kicking off with the lambing weekends happening at the Earth Trust at Little Witten. So this kicks off this weekend, but there's also an opportunity to do it next weekend. And it's a chance to get up close and personal to lots of farmyard animals, which just sounds delightful. So you can visit the sheep sheds and meet the ewes and lambs. You can meet some cows. You can meet some lovely pigs and piglets. You can meet some Anglo-Nubian goats and their kids. I assume they're their babies rather than lots of other children. I'm sure you're going to interact with lots of other children as well. You can fulfill your desire to climb a hay bale without being shouted at. Uh, there are tractor and trailer rides, weather permitting. You can make a pom-pom sheep or a finger puppet. Uh, there's even a sheep hunt and quiz. Oh my goodness. A sheep so, quiz. A sheep quiz, I think. <laughs> uh, candle rolling with Brightwell bees plus an outside play area, face painting, mud kitchen, and more. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot to do. Yeah. So this is happening from 11am until 4pm on Saturday and Sunday. It's £6 on the the day or it's £5 if you book online in advance. And for children, it's £4 or £3 if you book online. There's also a family ticket. And if you have little ones under two, they get in for free. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. So make sure to book up your tickets to avoid disappointment and crying children. Uh, Next up, it's Tolkien Reading Day at the Story Museum. So you can enjoy a day of Middle-earth-themed activities, costumes and stories to celebrate the work of J.R.R. Tolkien. So there's lots of storytelling with Lucy Walters. Uh, She's telling the story of Mr. Bliss at 11, 1 and 2.30. There's also a chance to see the makers of Middle-earth, the story of the gods and goddesses told through costume at 11.45, which sounds excellent. And finally, at 4pm, this one's for the adults, Professor Adam Roberts from the Tolkien Society will be delivering a guest lecture to mark the Tolkien Reading Day. Sounds really interesting. So all the events that I've described are free with admission to the museum, and that all kicks off from 10am. Finally, a chance to road test a never-before-played board game at the Museum of the History of Science. Um, So this is Board Games and Medieval Medicine. And you can help the museum develop new board games about medieval Islamic medicine. So you're essentially road testing board games, checking how they work, and just having a lot of fun. They recommend that your children are 7+, plus, so I guess they can participate fully in the game. That's on Sunday. It starts at 2pm until 4 p.m. and it's free so you can just drop in have a little roll of the dice and have some fun next i'm going to talk about the first oxford vegan festival which is happening this saturday the 25th of march and it runs from 10:30 till 5 at the kassam stadium conference and event center to give it its full title um <laughs> it's three pounds on the day and under 16s are free or you can book a vip ticket on the website which is 19 pounds or there are some deals if you book several vip tickets in one go so did you know that figures released by the 
Vegan Society last year showed that there were more than half a million vegans in the UK, which is an increase of 360% from 2006 to 2016. Yeah. That's huge. Huge increase. Um, Still actually not that many, 500,000 vegans. It sounds a lot. Yeah, it it sounds like a lot of people. That's only like two times Oxford. Anyway. Soon there'll be more if you all go to the Oxford Vegan Festival and get converted. Things that you may see at the Oxford or taste at the Oxford Vegan Festival include vegan Baileys, vegan cheesecake, vegan chocolate bunnies, a vegan bar, vegan patisserie, and then there's also a packed programme of events, including talks about um, dispelling the myth of the evil grey squirrel, the future of food... Uh, one about uh, bovine TB and the whole badger issue. Mm. There's loads of really interesting talks and there'll be some cooking demonstrations. Simple vegan African cooking or also how to make soft vegan cheese. Loads of different things that you'll see and it's for vegans and non-vegans alike. Mm. But careful because you might get converted, like I said. Also, they're looking for volunteers still. So if you're interested in volunteering, you can email them. There's a... Uh, oh, you can email them corporate at farplace.org.uk. There are two shifts possible and they're not very long. You get free entry to the festival and tea and coffee and a free hot dog. Mm. Vegan hot dog, presumably. Also, the other thing about the event is that all the profits are going to the Farplace Animal Rescue Charity um, who help animals with specialist cases of illnesses. For example, cats that are FIV positive which is like the feline version of HIV. So it's all for a good cause. Hmm. Sounds great. I'll see you there. <laughs> and, oh, and while we're on the subject of yummy food, the Lockervore lunch is happening on April the 2nd, which is the first Sunday of April. And it's a lunch that happens at Sylvie, the bakery, the lovely bakery on Ifley Road. So there's a lovely meal it's £25 for the set menu. There is a side plate of meat that's available for an extra £6, and for April it will be a rare roast rump of beef. Um, and it's a meal that's meant to celebrate local produce and um, seasonal produce. Um, and so you can go and share a lovely meal with friends, new and old. You have to book that on Smoke and Time website. In Abingdon, we have the Atom Festival, which is all around science and technology, and that starts today and runs until Sunday the 26th. So there are a host of things to do there, and I'll just give you a few of the really awesome talks you can go to and the other activities that are happening. So on Thursday at Lark Mead School, there are a pair of fascinating talks. At 6.30pm, you have Professor Frank Close from the University of Oxford talking about eclipses, the journey to the dark side of the moon. This talk focuses on why eclipses happen, their role in history, literature and myths, and on eclipse chasers. So these are people who go around the world to see eclipses. Cool. And it is paired with Professor Charles Parsonuk's What Makes Us Human. So the first talk is at 6.30pm, the second one is at 8pm. And for both talks are £4 for adults and £2 for children. On Friday, there is Professor Jim Alcali's Alien Sciences Search for Extraterrestrial Life at 7.30pm in the Amy Theatre, which is looking at the evidence for alien life and how we continue to search for them. So that's the academia around looking for aliens. Cool. So that is £7 for adults and £3.50 for children. On Saturday, this is the really cool, exciting thing. 
in Abingdon's marketplace is the Science Market. So this is a free event chock full of science activities for the entire family. So bring your children along and get them to know about science. And it includes a science treasure trail around the town centre. And also on Saturday, and this is my personal favourite, is David M. Martil's Dinosaur Hunting in Africa. So this Amazing. is... <laughs> but not in Africa, hopefully. So not in Africa. So this is at the Amy Theatre again, and it focuses on the challenges of hunting for fossils in the Sahara Desert, oh, which sounds really interesting and exciting. And that's at 11am, and the cost of that is £4 for adults and £2 for children. And the final one that I'm, I think you should go along to is on Sunday, and this is Louis Storwell presenting the Osborne Official Astronauts Handbook which delves into everything a budding astronaut needs to know about before jetting into space. So it sounds like a really fun, exciting way to end this festival. And that is at 2pm at the Amy Theatre and costs £4 for adults and £2 for children. And that's just scratching the surface. There are about 15 different talks across the several days. Wow. And they all sound super interesting. I've just gone for the stuff that I think sounds the coolest. <laughs> so even more can be found on their website, which is atomfestival.org.uk where you can see what's on where the events are so they're dotted all around Abingdon and they can tell you where to go cool. <laughs> and you can book tickets for all events taking place at this exciting festival so go along to some of these talks you will not regret it fantastic so as I mentioned last week uh, coming this weekend is the Oxford Literary Festival how exciting is that Yet again, I was very lucky to speak to a fantastic author who will be speaking at the event. This time, it was Financial Times journalist Tim Harford. You might have also heard him on Radio 2 or Radio 4, so his voice may be very, very familiar. He has written a book called Messy, How to be Creative and Resilient in a Tidy-Minded World. And I was very fortunate to grab a few minutes with Tim and to ask him how messiness is beneficial in our lives. Well, there are three main reasons, I think. Um, one is that messiness allows us to be more creative. So in various ways, coping with uh, tools that don't work, with uh, distractions and disruptions and difficult people. And, and basically all, and by messiness here, I mean all sorts of ways in which life isn't, it doesn't fit into these nice tidy categories. Yeah. Um, all of these things actually stimulate a creative problem-solving response uh, for various different reasons that I describe in the book. Um, and this is why um, when Brian Eno was working with David Bowie on these albums in Berlin, Heroes and Lodger and Low, um, Eno would be pulling out cards with random instructions on and just really messing with people's heads. <laughs> That's one thing. It makes us more creative. Yeah. The second thing is uh, if we're willing to step away from these very tidy, uh, pre-scripted interactions, and, you know, anything from the, the phone helpline to the politician who won't move away from the speech that's in front of him or her. Um, when we step away from the script, we can interact in a much more human way mm. and uh, we can listen to what's going on and respond to what's going on around us. And that's tremendously powerful. And examples in the book include as widely se separated as Donald Trump and Martin Luther King, I mean, very different kinds of politician, but both you know, very nimble and very responsive to what's going on around them. And the third reason is um, 
very tidy systems, excessively scripted systems, can be quite fragile. They work very, very well until they don't. And then when they don't, they fail catastrophically. Uh, whereas a, a looser, messier system um, that's been subject to lots of small strains, when you actually subject it to a big test, it's more likely to, to survive. Mm. So messy systems are more resilient, messy systems are more creative, and uh, they're more flexible as well. Listen to the full Oxcast Extra interview to find out why Tim chose to write about messiness, um, whether he is in fact a tidy man or a messy fella, and how to deal with a messy person in your life. Um, Things we all need to know. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> it's really interesting. Mm. It's, it's a fascinating sounding book. I'm very sorry to say that all the tickets have sold out for Tim's talk on Saturday the 1st of April. But his book is still available to buy, so go out and get it. There are still plenty of talks happening at the Oxford Literary Festival, so go onto their website, oxfordliteraryfestival.org, to find out all the excellent authors who will be speaking. Right, now is time to learn what's going on in the theatre. In the theatre this week. <laughs> right, so... On Thursday and Friday, but Friday's showing has actually sold out, there's a play called Swallows, which is on at the old fire station. So it's a play that's by Bob Wharton and directed by David Travaskis. It's about the future of hospice care, and it's set a few years in the future where there's this controversial new bill that's come in where hospices have a special room that, in this imagined world um, where the... People, the people who live there, the residents, are allowed to die in that room. So I suppose it's it's about assisted dying and and the hospice movement, mm. and the each performance is followed by a question and answer session with the playwright, the audience, and members of different professional communities. I think it's a play that's really about um, generating a discussion, and um, it sounds really interesting. And that one is for ages 14 plus. And like I said, it's on Thursday at 2.30 and 8pm at the Old Fire Station. The other theatre thing which I'm going to talk about is Songs for the End of the World, which is on Saturday, the 25th of March at half past seven at the Cornerstone Arts Centre. This is part gig, part play, part apocalypse. Ooh. <laughs> um, and if you want, if you're interested, you can go and join musician and theatre maker Dom Coyote as he explores the line between epic theatre and raucous gig. Um, and it includes artists from Knee-High Theatre and Little Bulb Theatre. It's about a post-apocalyptic world. Actually, I think it spans pre- and post-apocalyptic oh, okay. world in this story. Um, and it involves some music and some theatre. So it sounds very interesting. And Nehi are really cool, so I imagine it's a really cool piece. Mm. That's at half past seven, like I said, at the Cornerstone Arts Centre on Saturday. So here at Daily Info, we always like to remind you of key dates that are coming up. And on Sunday, it's Mother's Day. So get ready to spend time <laughs> with your mother and find something awesome to do with her. So I've got a few suggestions for you to, that you can take her to. So first at Ensham Hall, they have a Mother's Day luncheon, which is a traditional Sunday carvery, and it includes balloon modelling, a magician, and a complimentary gift for the guest of honour, the mum. Adults are £30 per person, children under 12 are £15, and two years and unders go free, and they advise you book in advance. That's not such a like usual occurrence in my household, you know, balloon 
animals and that sort of thing. Do you not have them in your roasts? No. No, I don't, actually. We always have a magician just doing tricks in the corner. We ignore him (laughs) mostly, but... On Mother's Day, you make a special effort to include him in the celebration. Also, you could take your mother to the Ashmolean for a lovely afternoon tea, which is on Sundays until 4.30. And you can also go to their current art exhibition, the rather wonderful Degas to Picasso. And now as spring has arrived, you can go to one of the many parks and gardens in Oxford and the surrounding area. So you've got the frankly gorgeous University Park, the Botanical Gardens, which is open from 9am to 5pm with last entry at 4.15. Or you could go across to Waterperry Gardens mm. and take your mum there because she gets free entry to the Ornamental Gardens. And it's a really beautiful garden on the outskirts of Oxford there. Also, Annie's Tea Room in Kidlington has an afternoon slash cream tea for Mother's Day. So from 2pm, you can go along for a cream tea, which includes, as they say, luxury sandwiches, crisps, home-baked scones with strawberry jam and fresh clotted cream. And it's followed by a selection of individual tarts and cakes. And of course, there's tea and coffee for all. So that is £12.50 each. And again, they advise you book in advance. Now, if your mother likes the occasional gin and tonic, take her to the pint shop because they're giving free gin and tonics for mums as well as serving what sounds like a delicious roast beef. And finally, if because most of these things have been about food, you don't want to eat the entire day, you can go along to the Limes in Standlake to their pavilion where there is a Mother's Day concert. This includes pieces from Mozart, Schumann and William Kez. And this is at 3pm lasts for an hour it's free and there are donations being accepted for the exuberant trust which is a charity that funds art for young people please do follow us on social media we're on twitter facebook and instagram at daily info oxford all our listings can be found on our website which is dailyinfo.co.uk slash what's on and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to get it directly to your listening device every wednesday Bye. Bye. Bye.